We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. you date me a podcast where me nicole buyer is exploring love and stuff because i don't have any in my life my guest today is an actor that you know from movies like the notebook 27 dresses Ooh, hairspray i love that enchanted disenchanted um and then <laughs> my favorite two movies of maybe all time and a franchise that's very important to me x-men and then you all know okay i love sonic the hedgehog and i love sonic the hedgehog too it's two of my favorite movies he's got a new show jury duty that is now streaming on freebie i'm so excited to have him here today it's james martin do i start cheering for myself now yes you can <laughs> wait i'm trying to figure out what you're giggling about when you said your I favorite movie i fucking love sonic oh like, okay unironically love that movie <laughs> i watched it in my living room on the floor and i like sobbed <laughs> wait you what i sobbed because I felt like Sonic. Like, I feel like Sonic is going really fast and doesn't have time to make friends. And I have ADHD. So, like, sometimes my brain is just moving too fast to, like, connect with people. And right. I was like, I'm Sonic. <laughs> I'm glad that we moved you. Uh, some, some emotion in you. <laughs> it wasn't just a thrill uh -huh. ride. No. You sobbed. Sobbing. Like, right. actually crying. Okay. Ben Schwartz was like, are you, like, trolling me? Like, are you? <laughs> He's like, do you actually <laughs> what do you mean? mean that you were that emotional? I was like. Yes. And then the second movie I saw in theaters, and it was like me and this 10-year-old truly uproariously laughing, like uh, having the best time. Oh, that's great. What a nice thing to say. Oh, it's great. Can I ask? Okay, you got the call to do Sonic. No, sorry. We're not here to talk. Right? For now, you can't ask me anything. Sorry. We're just going to sit here in silence. Okay, fair. I'll do it. I'll, I'll just burst inside with all I'm my a... Sonic questions. Okay. 
how does one get into the Sonic franchise? Because I just want to be a lady standing on the street going, ooh, that blue thing was fast. Uh, oh, man. How do I get into the Sonic franchise? Well, I mean, I'd done a film before where I was, a couple of films, actually, where I was talking to animated Mm-hmm. Rodents. Um, <laughs> it was a chipmunk and enchanted. It was uh, a an Easter bunny in a movie called Hop. Mm-hmm. And I thought, um, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. This movie came my way not because I had done those other films, but because it was, you know, it was a very popular IP with the like the the video game, and I was a fan of the video game. But um, I guess I fit the the mold to be the kind of buddy in it, and. At the time, I was kind of considering maybe not doing it, to be honest. I was, And now I look back in hindsight and think well, that would have been a disaster. That's um, the wildest thing I've ever heard. But only because I had done, I, I was thinking like, okay, if I do this film, I'm just going to be the guy who is is only in movies <laughs> opposite animated rodents. Fair. I'm going to be that guy. You know, for the longest time, I was the other guy in, the, in a love triangle who never mm-hmm. got the girl, and now I'm going to be the guy who talks to, like, CGI characters. I mean, it's pretty niche. I like that. That's fun. Okay. you got to carve out your niche, right? Absolutely. Right. Okay, so what is it, like, what, what were you acting with? Uh, my imagination. Was it just your imagination, or was it <laughs> no. like a thing with dots on it? It was several different things. It was uh, a tennis ball at the end of a metal rod. Okay. If he had to move, right? It, the tennis ball represented his eyes, mm-hmm. and they would just take that out and post, of course. But I would be acting opposite that. There was a really kind of creepy-looking doll <laughs> that if it was static, um, and I would have to look at and pretend like he wasn't a creepy looking doll. Mm-hmm. Um, there were moments where he was a sandbag if I was holding him and I needed to sell the weight of mm-hmm. him. So there were many different Sonics, none of none of which were as exciting <laughs> as the end product that we ended up oh, with. Oh boy. I remember when they revealed the first look at Sonic and we all said, you better get back and do better. Yeah, and then they did. They he did. looks so good now. I remember having that conversation with Ben Schwartz actually too. We were like, <laughs> what? Like is light. that what, what we got to do something? He Who has do we too call many to teeth. To? Too many teeth and his his quads were too th- jacked. Too thick, yeah. Right? It was just, he looked like, uh, like a, yeah, like a, he wanted to make him look like a boy or something, but I guess. But he ended up looking like a troll. He was like a He like looked a like weird, a little, like, like I'm the, Ben Swartz said, he goes, it looks like, I forget the movie, but he said, it looks like, like the little monkey boy from some <laughs> movie. I forget what it was. Jumanji? It was like, la- Jumanji. Oh, maybe that Jumanji. was it. It was Jumanji. That's what it was. Um, anyway, Thank so you, we Rich. were like, this has got to, this has got to change. <laughs> but actually, you know, looking back, I mean, thank God they listened because- yeah. Um, that's not something normally the studios would do, right? It's like, you, you kind right. of like, gotta make your we art. We spent the money, we're done. Right, but if it was that big of a response, I think Paramount and the director and the producers and everyone were like, well, this is in unison. Like everyone is, <laughs> no one's out there going, I think he looks fine. He's great. <laughs> right. That's for me. We gotta change this. And that wasn't cheap, right? That was no, an that's expensive endeavor. Very, very expensive. Right, but James, it worked out. I have another question. Yeah. How did you get into acting? Boy, it was so long ago. Um, I took a stagecoach to Hollywood from Oklahoma. <laughs> Horse-drawn carriage to Hollywood. Uh, I. It's an interesting story without going on too long because it's not that interesting. Um, I'm When I was 16, I, I was on a trip with my family to Hawaii and I met the Cameron family of Kirk Cameron and Candace Cameron from oh. Full House and, and uh, Growing Pains. Okay. 
And I got to be kind of friends with them and we kept in touch and they said, oh, you're really funny. I, mean, we, I spent the whole trip with them. I mm -hmm. just abandoned my family. You said goodbye. See you, you later. People are not these famous. are my Hollywood friends I now. I love these people. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I had always had that bug and I was, I mean, I, I grew up watching Saturday Night Live and that was the dream is to be on SNL, to be like a Have regular. Have you hosted yet? No, no. And I had a funny okay. conversation. Okay, Lauren Michaels, <laughs> knock, knock. I have not, and and that would be the dream, and also the most terrifying thing in the world to me, because um, it was something that I, I mean, I just I I wanted to be Dana Carvey mm -hmm. like growing up. I wanted to be, um, you know, all the greats, and so I got this opportunity. I met these the actors that were working actors in the business, and we kept in touch. And I went back to Oklahoma for a couple of years, and and I thought I went to college for t three semesters to get the college experience. Sure, and then it became uh, evident to me that I needed to either get serious about getting a real job and finishing mm -hmm. school or going become an to actor. Go, become an actor and give it a shot. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, I have nothing to lose. So I'm going to drive to LA, maybe call some friends that I knew there already. My father, who's not in the business at all, was he's a microbiologist, oh. quite opposite of what so I do. So he's smart. Living. Very smart. What's yeah. a microbiologist? I'm, Tiny not, I'm not smart enough to know. <laughs> That's why I'm an actor. <laughs> Don't ask me those questions. <laughs> I'm not very smart. Okay. My dad had the gene. It skipped, skipped, skipped a generation. A generation. Okay. No, he, so he is a, uh, a, a food scientist. Um, so anytime you see E. coli or salmonella in the news, my uh -huh. father's usually in the news. Because he's the expert who um, kind of comes in and fixes people's uh, like companies, Wait, problems. That's really fucking cool. Yeah, be like, oh, we yeah. gotta get this dude in here. He's gotta tell us about the salmonella. Yep, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. He was on Donahue back in the was it the nineties when the Jack so. in the Box kids that were, or died from eating <gasps> undercooked burgers. Or I, don't don't quote me on that. I will. Forget. Yeah, I will. James <laughs> was, said kids died from undercooked eating Jack cooked burgers. In the box. Uh, and then he just was working for Chipotle to you know figure out their thing over the last couple of years. But um, wow, I anyways, love your family because I love Chipotle. That's there you fun. go. Well, you're welcome anytime. Really? Okay. Do you have any siblings? I do. I have several. Any single ones? Let me in your family. Uh, yes, I do. <gasps> well, I'd have to check. Okay. Um, my brother kind of goes in and out of a relationship at the moment. So Ooh, uh, let me let me fun. give him a ring if after this. If he's in between, ask him if he's, if, yeah, just take a picture of me and be like, do you like this? She's okay. got googly eyes on her sweater. He's a big googly eye fan. <laughs> really? So we're already off to a good start. Okay, I love that. We'll do our start. first date at a Michael's. Um, okay, wait, that is so wild that you met famous people on vacation and Been became vacation, like good friends with them. Friends with them. I wouldn't say probably good. I thought we were good friends. They probably wouldn't <laughs> classify it as that. Uh, and then my father knew somebody who was a casting director who oh, moved okay. from Oklahoma, where I grew up, to L.A., became a successful casting director. He set me up with a manager who was legitimate and not some weird pedophile. Mm -hmm. I mean, he kept sending me out on four auditions a day, and I was—so I got very lucky. Yeah, that's, that's my nice. point. Like, I, I started in the time where people were taking their physical headshots, mm -hmm. right, their photos, 8 by 10 yeah. and dropping them off at agency doorsteps with the hopes that they would look at it and go, hey— He's got a good look. See, let's give him a, let's give him a. Yeah. That's so funny. Give him an audition here and see what he does. Uh, so I had representation when I moved to to L.A. And my mother and father said, focus on this for a year. Don't worry about getting a job waiting tables. We want you to, you know, dedicate all your time to this. And if it doesn't work after a year, you're on your own or you come back and finish school. But we can't, you know, we're not going to fund you for longer Wait, that's than that. that's so nice. Oh, I got, I was very lucky. Wait, how many siblings do you have? So I have uh, two brothers, a sister uh -huh. and a half sister. Oh, who's and my are sister your as well? 
Are your parents as supportive of them too? Are they in the mm-hmm. arts or no? Just no, you? my my older brother still lives in Oklahoma and he's in uh, works in the uh, information technology space. My my younger brother moved out to L.A. to pursue acting, but he works more in the <clears throat> um, production side of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister is a school teacher in Oklahoma. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. My yeah. sister's also a school teacher and I don't get it. I don't really like children. How? I think they're like kind and nice sure. and stuff, but like some of them, ones? the ones I nannied, <laughs> I nannied for a little bit. Lucky you. But like. In a school where it's like a lottery and you get like 30 of them, yeah. half of them are going to be trash. Odds <laughs> <laughs> are. Right? I mean, yeah, you got to love children. Yeah. Right? You gotta... And I can't because they're like, this isn't being mean. Like, they're actually idiots because like you have to teach them stuff. Like, they That's come the out point, so right? dumb. Mm-hmm. And then they say the dumbest shit. And you're like, how do I deal with this? I don't know. Wait, do you have kids? <clears throat> I do. I have oh, three of them. I yeah. love kids. Kids are great. You have three kids. <laughs> they're wonderful, though. They're perfect. Three, Three kids? kids. They're not kids anymore. Oh, are they? I mean, two of them kind of are. One is ten. Oh, one okay. is seventeen. Oh. And one is twenty-two. Wow! You got all fucking kids. That's right. Yeah, I'm full-grown adult. You look so young. May Thank I ask you. your age? No. Forty-nine. Forty-nine. Well, I mean, you, you can just look it up online. <laughs> so, like, I'm gonna try and keep it a secret. <laughs> I tried so hard to keep my age a secret, and then it was just on Wikipedia. Right. And I was like, well, yeah, I'm old. <sighs> you know, you it can always deny it, it though. You know, I was like, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Is Wikipedia, can people just insert whatever information they want on this page, right? I think so, but I think you have to, like, cite your sources like a an essay. Oh, okay. Okay. I think. I don't know. A lot of people could write their own Wikipedia pages, and other people could r- write for that person as well. Rich, do you know about Wikipedia? I think roughly that's the concept. Uh, user contributions. You know something about this person but or this fact. don't you like, cite your source? Yeah, you cite. And then I think there's another level where other contributors like double-check your work, and they'll check your cited source. So pe- oh. stuff is always like being right. swapped in and swapped out on that thing. Yeah. So okay. stuff that's not true can get in. Can get in there. Yeah, but right, then people right, will right. take it out if they. they yeah, won. yeah. There. So we could always say, well, that Whatever wasn't really my age. Yeah, that wasn't my age. I have my birth certificate. It's like I just <laughs> hand drew it. <laughs> I'm twelve. Wait, you can't keep anything a secret nowadays, anyway. No, right? especially if you're a public figure, if you're somebody. And it's terrible. No, I know. But I also tell all my business anyway. It doesn't matter. Wait, good James. Feeling. I have another question. I'm okay. filled with questions. I love so, it. So, okay, you wanted to do SNL. Can you do impressions? Oh, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> what comes with the impression question is that you're good at it. But I haven't, I, I do, but uh, I, I can't think of anybody that I'm like, I, is my go-to. Oh, okay. I did a McConaughey once for uh, on on uh, Stephen Colbert that, was, that somehow resurfaced recently in the last year. And it's in that whole, uh-huh. you know. Oh, he does a pretty good McConaughey, but you know, I won't when you do make the you obvious do ones, do it on the spot. I mean, yeah, boy, I, it's not like I have the little bag of my uh, my uh, my impressions with me. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try one. And it's gonna suck, and people are gonna go, "Oh, he doesn't do impressions." No, listen, I think it's gonna be great. You and can I'm do like excited. a game, like you can throw people out, like a try, so it, then okay. it doesn't look like Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Cookie Monster was your first go-to. Oh, how did you know that that was oh, my oh wheelhouse? <laughs> how did you know that that's what got me into Hollywood was my Cookie Monster? I just felt it in my bones. I was like, I think James does a great Cookie Monster. 
yeah, boy, you know me. You see a lot. Yeah, I do. You see a lot. <laughs> That's what it is. When you now, when you edit this, go back and say, "How'd you get into the Hollywood?" And like I did, uh, I do an amazing cookie I did an monster. Amazing cookie monster. <laughs> Which to younger generation, they're gonna be like, "Who the People hell is that?" People know who Cookie Monster is. Still, yes, he's part of the Sesame Street, right? Do, do, do the Gen Zers know what Sesame Street is? I think they do. Like, it's still on. Is it? I think. It's probably got to be one of the longest running. I, I mean, what is it like PBS or something? Right? Sesame Street is still running because I gave an award to Sesame Street at the Producer Guild Awards. Oh, good for you. Okay, so, there we go. So, so that's, that's right. yes. We verified okay. it. Verified I figured it out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Have you won an award? Oh, God, that's so many. Really? That's know, so nice. Know. You know, I try to do things that aren't really award stuff. Like, <laughs> I think it gets a little snooty, high fluty, right? Who wants an award? Yeah. I don't need validation. Nobody this wants is a, awards. This is, a, this is an, a, a subjective art, what I do for a living. I don't need awards. Uh, <laughs> I've won... I think I got a surfboard somewhere. Hell yeah. Went for like best like kiss. Like a teen choice award? Exactly. Oh, I, I fucking I have, love that. I think that's it. How <laughs> funny to make people come to an award show and then be like, you have to take home a surfboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to carry that shit around to the Somehow after Somehow it doesn't feel like a, an achievement, <laughs> right? It's very funny and I like it a lot. You get not a lot of people coming up to you and can I hold it? Can I hold your can surfboard? Can I hold it's your like surfboard? It's very cumbersome <laughs> yeah, yeah. to take a picture of. I'm like, with. actually, just take it. Just take it. I don't want it. Take it. it. It's, it's actually a real surfboard. Me. You can go use it. Please. God. I... Yeah, I haven't won an award where I have to like go in person and make a speech. I've done Zoom speeches. I've won yeah. podcasting awards, but never for like my acting. <laughs> well, I mean, you do some acting in the podcasting world. I didn't you have to fake you being do. interested in talking to James Marsden. <laughs> no, you've won me over with your Cookie Monster, but also you won me over before you even came in because I love Sonic that much. All right, okay, okay. Truly, it's my does Cookie Monster make movie. you sob? Cookie Monster <laughs> like does Sonic make does. me sob because I worry about him and maybe he's got diabetes. You uh, know, too many cookies. Too doesn't many cookies. <laughs> By the way, I don't sound like Cookie Monster. But I, I don't know no, who that is. but it's really funny. It's just like some old, like 120-year-old Arnold Schwarzenegger. It, <laughs> I don't know what it is. It just feels like an old man having a hard time. <laughs> he's just like, isn't he not Trying to get okay? off, off the couch. He's just not okay at all. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's a really attractive face I make when I do it too. <laughs> I'm having some sort of stroke. Uh, God, how did we how did digress? We, how did we end up here? Okay, so no awards that you got to give a speech for that. That I was nominated this year for, which is a, a new thing for me. I don't, I don't, I'm not used to that for Critics Choice Award Ooh. for Dead to Me, and uh, I was terrified that I would have to get up and speak. Um, I almost it was that thing of I kind of don't want to win just so I don't you don't want to win yeah, and it was like everyone was getting for tested for COVID to show to go up to, mm -hmm. to the awards and I was like oh, I hope I have COVID <laughs> I hope I have COVID and I don't have to go to the awards and I don't have to get up and maybe talk have you had COVID yet yes I yeah. didn't like it it wasn't for me yeah it's not uh it, I mean I didn't get hit hard with it but mm -hmm. it definitely was annoying it was annoying because you just have to sit there sit there and not do anything yeah and then yeah. I just slept a lot, and then I'd be so tired, and I'd be like, but I'm so tired of sleeping. Right. Which yeah. is wild. Wait, yeah. okay, James. I have another question, but first, let's take a break. Yes, ma'am. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
you know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to get it off your chest with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp help.com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. James, question. Are you single? Married? Uh, don't want to say... Or uh, all the oh. above. Oh, all the above. <laughs> all the above. All right. Single, married, and don't want to say. Uh-huh. And that's an open book. That was very liberating. Thanks for letting me share hey, that with the world. No worries. Uh, I am single at the moment. Okay. Um, I was married for eleven years. Okay. Stayed very, very close to my ex-wife. Very See, happy that's say. nice. I really like that because I have friends who like get out of relationships and they're like, I fucking hate them. Yeah. And I'm like, but you love them at one point. Like, right. And you're speaking so awful about them. Like, what was good about it? So I like that. Yeah, I think sometimes people's egos get hurt and mm-hmm. feelings get hurt. And it's not always, I mean, we were together for so long and started at such a young age that like over time, it was, we, were, we would never fight. There was never any big problems. I mm-hmm. think just sort of over time, we were putting all our time and energy into our kids and, and it just, you know, you have to nurture a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I was away a lot and, you know, we just kind of grew apart. But it, it but I'm still over. I'm at her house before here. Like I'm I'm over there Ugh. all the time. See, like, that's nice. And But she led the way on that. Like I didn't know how to really be in a relationship. And, you know, her her parents were, were, were married. She lost her father a few years back. But 
beautiful family. Love was the currency in that household, mm -hmm. and she spoke that language. And so I got to hand it to her that she sort of led the way. And I never wanted to have any sort of you know resentment towards any of my exes. I mm -hmm. One of the things that I'm very proud of is that all of my exes I still am friends with. Oh, see, that's nice. Yeah, because like, why not, if you can, yeah. elevate that, right? Because I don't want, a lot of people say, especially if you have kids, they're like, nice for you guys to stay friendly for the kids. Mm -hmm. And I always say yes, but also for yourself too. Yeah, for us. Right? Yeah. We're two people who are in a thing. But it also takes two people to, to do that, uh -huh. right? Sometimes, you know, the depending on the dynamic of the relationship, one person just can't do that and the other can't, can, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it takes two people to go, hey, let's make this a good thing. But like, you were a huge chapter of my life and I loved you and mm -hmm. we ran into differences or whatever. Um, but, you know, you're still a part of my life and yeah. and part of and, and with my ex-wife it's like we're family it's just a family unit mm -hmm. so yeah um um i'm single now i just got out of a, a pretty long relationship um recently just mm -hmm. one two different pages about some some things in life and and again nothing nothing combative or bad mm -hmm. but uh yeah i'm uh i'm out so there just hitting the clubs hitting the clubs careful people Nothing fuck. like, no, there's no better look on a 49-year-old than hitting the clubs, looking for the next lady. I don't know Ugh. where to look for people, because I'm perpetually single. I've famously been single my whole life. I walked out of my mother's pussy and was like, nobody loves me. I'll never find love. This sounds like the self-manifestation. You're like, you've kind of manifested this yourself. That's Those are your first words, Jesus. My very first words. Wow, wow, nobody, nobody loves, loves me. me. But you said it with sort of like elation. <laughs> it sounded like you're okay with that. Yeah, I guess as a baby I was okay with it because he can't find love as a baby. No. And then I grew up. Right, right. And James, it is so hard. Dating sucks. It's, it's, uh, You've yeah. never been on an app, have you? No, I was going to ask you if you Ugh, have. Yeah, what no. a dream for you. What a lovely dream. Apps are truly a hellscape is it? it's bad really? it's terrible all of them just Why? the worst people in your location have all converged to be on that app to torment you and be oh, no. mean to you uh, um doesn't sound like the purpose <laughs> sure sounds like no. counterintuitive to me <laughs> for whatever reason i have like i really haven't met anyone on these apps who is like a good person and nice. Really? Okay. Well, then that that um, th that gives me comfort knowing that I haven't <laughs> gone on there. I think this is maybe one of the reasons why people are like don't bother, don't bother. Yeah. Also, I feel like you'd have to sift through a lot of people who aren't here for the right reasons because you're famous. So are you? I mean, uh, I, I'm moderately famous. <laughs> so am I. Just, Let's just... not get ourselves. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess part of me, you know. I, there's still a traditionalist inside of me. That's mm -hmm. like, and I, but maybe I hold on to that too tightly, you know, like get over it, <clears throat> you know? And also there was a time it felt like I would, and I'm not judging anybody else who was on the app, but when they all started, mm -hmm. like there was an embarrassment of like, oh, for me anyway, it was like, absolutely. what am I doing? I'm like, this is like an assembly line mm -hmm. of, you know, like I'm swiping right. And like, I'm yeah. Like, um, but um, yeah, I just haven't, I haven't uh, haven't tried it out, but I know that there's like different, you know, there's like Raya for celebrities and rich people or whatever. And like, Raya's you know. the worst. Is it? I would imagine. It's just, a, I've said it a hundred times on this podcast, it's just Australian DJs. <laughs> and then like models are like, 
<laughs> right. Who are just like posing ah, so much. And it's really like, specific. Oh, Australian DJs. Well, I'm not wanted in that one then. No. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I've, I've always, I've, there's very few years of my life where I was out of a relationship. I'm mm -hmm. a relationship guy. Ooh, a serial like, monogamist. Yeah, yeah. I like being in a relationship. See, I like the idea of being in a relationship. I just can't get anyone to agree to be in one with me. I think because you set the tone early when you were an infant when child. I walked right coming out. right out of your mother's <laughs> I'll let you finish that sentence. My mom and is said, pussy. I what did you say? I don't want to be uh, loved. Or, no, I'm never gonna be uh, loved. No one loves me. No one loves me. <laughs> and then you start it like young children, like that's when you learn a language because that's when it's gonna stick is when you're a baby. So yeah. you 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 so created a I mantra. Cursed myself. Right. Because I oh, see you man. as a wonderfully radiant, beautiful, charming woman. Thank you. And you should have no problem oh, finding boy. a mate if you so desire. We should go out and be each other's wing person. I'm sure. a bad wing man. Really? I, I, I <laughs> Illustrate how you would be a bad wing person. Well, because I'll be like, wait, are you flirting with me or you want this one? <laughs> <laughs> Which is something I actually, like this guy was in a car and he went, hey, he was like cat calling me and my friend. And I just turned and I was like, which one? Me or her? Who do you want? He was like, her. And I was like, oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> oh, we got to teach you how to play hard to get. Yeah, I don't I don't know how to do that. Well, yeah, that's, this, gonna, that's also going to bring the wrong people, too. I guess right? so. Maybe. Well, because everyone's like men like chasing. Do they? Do you? Not real men. Oh. I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't know because I'm not a real man either. I'm just a boy. <laughs> I'm just uh, a boy. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's that's a, I mean, maybe there's something to a... And I'm, again, speaking sort of out of tradition or whatever, like pursuing the mm -hmm. woman or pursuing the whatever your you know your preferences, but um, but men innately, I guess maybe like chasing. But I don't know. I feel like you reach a level of emotional maturity. It's not about that, right? You just want to be with somebody who's good and decent and fun. And so maybe I should go for old men who are like emotionally mature i don't know because like i don't know how to play game i'm bad at it uh, yeah that's and i'm a... very much like oh i like you so can can we be together and they're right. always like no thank you get out of my car <laughs> really <laughs> well not that, that is... mean <sighs> boy who are these men <laughs> guys, do you... uh, friends of <laughs> cookie monster you only go on dates with people that give you cat call you and cars <laughs> no i well i meet these men on the apps okay. and I went on a date with, I've told this story on the podcast, but it's okay, I'll tell you because you haven't heard it. I went on a date with someone from Raya and they asked me if I could read their script. And I was like, "This was this not a date? It was very confusing oh. and I didn't follow up. Yeah. And then I went on a date with um, this guy who- You can say their names, they don't care. I Go don't ahead. remember their it? names. <laughs> I wish I did. Let's out them now. I honestly, if I remember this guy's name, I would out him. But um, I get to the date. I was late. I was 20 minutes late, and he was shit-faced. And he kept saying, I don't know who you are, but don't talk about me on your podcast. And I was like, but then you do know who I am. He's like, no. no, I don't know uh -oh. He was one of those. He was the guy mm -hmm. that's like... Okay, how do I, I'm, I'm meeting this beautiful woman who I absolutely know who she is, and maybe I'm a fan, maybe he's a sycophantic fan, and like, how do I disguise that? Well, uh -huh. I'm gonna get shit-faced and drink, and he's the one who's like, you know, there's this weird behavioral thing with some people will 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 go, like, overcompensate mm -hmm. because they don't want to look like the one who's overly interested. So I, I see this when I go home often <clears throat> to Oklahoma. Ah. 
And I meet friends of my sisters or whatever or whoever and and or I go to a reunion or something and there's always one person that there's a few people that are like, oh, it's so great to see you. You had such success. And then there's always one who's like, I don't watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's well, great. I well, didn't ask you if you watch TV. But well, like, actually, and I'm like, I'm in movies. Right. I'm like, oh, I, w- what are you in? I didn't see that. I'm like, oh, you're the most affected <laughs> of anyone, right? That's so you're the funny. Ho- because you're overcompensating. Mm-hmm. So this is probably what that guy was doing. He I was think probably so. being like, I don't know who you are. I don't care. You're just a human being. Go, go, uh-huh. go, go, drink, drink. I don't, you know, and, and like clearly he was completely affected by yes. you and probably maybe a little nervous. Yeah, but then I rewarded his bad behavior and brought him home. <laughs> and you were like, somebody likes me. I was like, someone likes me, even though he won't say he likes me. Um, I'll keep chasing him. Um, well, that that ended up well then, would you no, say? No, because no. then he insulted me. He was like, because uh, I have a house. And then he was like, oh, what are you just a rich lady who lives in L.A.? And I was like, boy. are you a boy who needs therapy? Yeah, like, what is this? Like um, and then I was like, you got to go. After we fucked, because I was like, we gotta, he came all the way here, so like, we gotta do something. Was the, uh, yeah, was the insult before or after? Was it that was post-coital after. or pre? It was post-coital, okay, right. which is like, great, yeah, yeah. nice Just what things a woman happen, wants to hear, okay, right? now you have to go. <laughs> that was probably one of the worst dates I've been on from the apps. Well, so, you know, good for you for, for giving him the benefit of the doubt, right? Give him like, you know what? Well, you know, sometimes you put the work in mm-hmm. and you go, this isn't good. Yeah. But the work has been put in. Like once I, I fucked this dude who was a Trump supporter. I don't know where you lean politically, but he's not from me. But like I drove all the way to North Hollywood. Right. Oh, so I was Lord. like, where are the Trump supporters? We're live? we're staying here. <laughs> so, sorry, nothing wrong with North Hollywood. <laughs> in fact, I live there because I love me some Trump. Wow. So you drove all the way to North Hollywood. To all the guy. way. Did you know he was a Trump supporter before you I got sure there? I sure didn't. We got into his lukewarm hot tub and he was like, you know, Trump's actually a great businessman. And I was like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> apologist. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his mattress was on the floor and then he had a red light and an iguana. Uh, you know, uh, oh he just got to put blinders on. Wow. So are all of these uh, traits or characteristics on his, like, does he have a. Was he a, uh, um, on one of the apps? Did you meet him on the app? Yeah, I met him on okay. Tinder. So is his iguana and his red light and his no, tepid, none tepid of, hot tub? None <laughs> of that was on sure. the app. Because that's it, right? It's always the best foot forward. If I went on one yes. of those apps, I would put my worst foot forward. What would you write? I don't know. Just something. I would just make myself as average and boring <laughs> as possible so that if I did finally meet somebody on the app that was appealing and then I was appealing to that person somehow... I would, the element of surprise would come in and I would come in and it would be like, oh, because everybody puts their best foot forward. Yes. And then they arrive and it's like, oh, you don't look like you do on your page or whatever they call uh-huh. them. A profile? Yeah. You don't, yeah. You, you look not as attractive and uh, you're, oh, you didn't talk about your weird small hands and your funny <laughs> voice. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. She, you're not showing that stuff, are you? No. Yeah, you, no one's showing that stuff. Right. Well, it's probably the pro- part of the problem. My pictures aren't the best pictures of me because I don't want people to go, oh. Well, that's it, right? Yeah, like, I don't want to look put worse a photo in person. Yeah. On there that you, I'm sure you look lovely in the photo, but yeah. No, if you, I don't. Oh, I look like this. Baloney. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I think they look okay. I'll, I'll show you my Tinder. Okay. Yeah. 
And is it if you like the person you swipe right? Is that it? God, yeah. So old. It's like you're right just listening left. to my kids now going, shut up. You're so <laughs> old. Do you swipe right? Cookie Monster wants to know. Okay. Preview. <laughs> you swipe right if you like them. Okay. So to go through the pictures, you like tap on the okay. right hand side. Okay. Wow, look at this. Very much, a lot of trust here. You're handing me your phone. I mean, Don't what, mind while I dip into your recently deleted photos. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, here we, here we go. Tap right. Oh, you look, look at you. You look so radiant and and friendly and kind and Thank look like you. you just, oh, dear. Which okay. one's that one? Yes. Oh, see, I need people to know that I have a huge butt. I mean, fantastic. Fantastic butt. Am I allowed to say that? You can say that. Okay, all right. I mean, I literally handed you my phone where I knew there was a butt picture. Okay. Look at you. You're very uh, I can do uh, a full limber. split. You can do a full split And I on love a, Guy Fieri. On an oversized hot dog. Uh -huh. And an oversized Guy Fieri. <laughs> how did you meet the oversized Guy Fieri? Did say, someone, how did you get on his hot dog? Someone made that for me, and it made me laugh so hard. And I was like, well, that says a lot about me. I'm wearing a suit, doing a split with Guy yeah. Fieri. You look like a, just a beautiful garnish on top of... <laughs> On top of hey, I mean I yeah. Just a weird dollop I would of, like a, uh, of ketchup. Uh, just I'd love a an oversized Frank <laughs> with a dollop of Nicole on top. Well, there I mean, you go. Let's look at me. Head I'm like Pavlov's dog, just salivating <laughs> over here. Okay, wait. I'm supposed to keep going. Look at you. You're banging. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's a hotel room selfie. Hotels have the best lighting in the bathrooms. Okay. Unless they're like a Best Western or a Hilton. Uh, Those are bad. Yeah, right. Well, I'm I'm a, I'm a celebrity endorsed <laughs> by Hilton, so I can't say anything. So, uh, Hilton <laughs> yeah, is great. I love Hilton. I'm in a Hilton partnership, paid partnership. Very fun. <laughs> so I can't say. And uh, I think their lighting is just fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that's a good. Yeah, good lighting in the hotel. So yeah. wait, so you're saying that these are not good photos of these? Oh, these are, I have better photos. I have photos where I'm like in full glam that somebody else did and stuff. Right, but then you don't want to put those on there because well, you feel no, like I don't look like that all the time. Well, but you could on the date, couldn't you? If I paid someone to do my makeup, James. <laughs> it sounds like you're trying to self-sabotage here a little bit because you look beautiful in these well, photos. Thank you. And maybe, um, maybe we got to work on who you're, who you're allowing to. Uh, who you're saying yes to. Oh my God, what are you, my therapist? I don't know. Here's what my about me says. Definitely a thought, the happiest out there. I love to tee hee hee, fat yet flexible. Okay, yeah. That's good, that's, right? Th yeah, that's good vibes. Thank you. That's good vibes and fun, and <sighs> and the photos show all the other you know visual appeal. Well, I'm going to read to you now a message that I've gotten from somebody. Like while we were talking? No. Okay. From... A couple days ago. Mm. Is this an intimate photo? Because I need to no, prepare myself. No, it's not a photo. It's a message, oh, a message. from a okay. man named Oliver. Hi, I'm Oliver. Nice to meet you. Woo bop, shoo bop, ski bop, black team, shoo bop bop, dee dee. Some oh, jazz for you. <laughs> this man Listen, he's scatting a scatter. He's scatting for you. Now, is that because on your profile you said something like tee hee toot toot or something? Yeah, what did you say? Yeah, but tee hee it's a ha ha ha. Oh, it's a, okay. It's just a variation thought, of the ha ha ha. I get it. I didn't know if it was just tee hee hee. I thought it was something else. Then you were doing some sort of, you know. Uh, well, that explains it because I was like, why is this man jazzing at me? Like, why is he scatting? But then I guess tee hee hee sounds a little bit like uh, I mean, jazz. yeah, I don't know. I, I, I look too far into that. But maybe he just was like, I'm going to get her attention. And do you think I should respond? Sure. What do you respond with? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> like that's just the whole, you have a whole conversation in okay. scat. I'm going to say, Gatling. do 
Doo-wop, a-wop, doo-wop. Doo-wop-a-doo-bop-a-dee-bop. Da-ba. Da-bee. Throw a bwee in there with a B-W-E. Bwee-bop. Okay. <laughs> that really gets the guys going. Okay, I did <laughs> it. It really gets them going. I did it, and James, if he doesn't respond to me. You don't, but now I speak fluent scat. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so... I, what you ju- I didn't tell you. I just pranked you. What did I, what did you I said, say? said, I want to suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> but if well, he speaks, if he speaks fluent promise. Scott, he's going he's gonna to be very happy with that response. <laughs> okay. Ooh, yeah. Oh, well, maybe he's just like, I think some people just try to, you know, like DMs, right? Mm-hmm. Like some people. I never look at my DMs. You don't look at them? I don't. You, you have to. Well, there's probably some real, like, freaky people up in there. Yeah, and I don't want to. some look wild at, shit. I don't want to look at those. Oh, I guess not. Okay. I don't look at those. But there are now people trying to really contact me that were, I'm like, what? You're trying to contact me through <laughs> direct message? <laughs> I'm so old school. If I'm you so have an assistant, you should have your assistant go through them and Maybe. read to you the funniest ones. Huh? That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad some idea. of them are probably really funny. I have looked a few times, and I also didn't know that below the main ones, there's another thing called hidden. Like oh. there's, there's hidden messages that, I didn't know that somehow either. an algorithm for you know Instagram or whatever is like you don't need to see these. And, like, oh. and actually, I've had legitimate people with like big followers trying to say hi. Oh. Uh, in the hidden thing. Like, I didn't know that. Anyway. Interesting. So, turns out well, I know more about direct messages than I, <laughs> than I thought I did. Uh, but I do think that people who are trying to, I mean, if, you know, you're a celebrity. And I think there are people out there like, how do I get her attention? Mm-hmm. And you don't want to just say, hey, I love your podcast. I think you're really sweet. You're really funny. This and that. And like, because maybe they're thinking you're just going to be like, nah, that's just yeah. vanilla and whatever. So, I could see the logic or uh, like trying or to some, be funny. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, but it would be because in his mind, you're going to sit there and go, ha, ah, this guy's that is fun. I'm going to respond back. Instead, I read it on my podcast Instead, and said, yep, what's by going the way, on with this? The guy absolutely won because here <laughs> he we are. Ta- here we are talking about it. Wow. Yeah. Oliver won. And now he's going to be like, you you spent 30 minutes talking about my text, but you never responded to my text. But I did. You did just now. I that's, did just that's now. That's true. I did Poor wait guy. months. He's going to be let down when that's the end of the conversation. Yeah. Poor Oliver. Oliver. James, we got to take another break. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? 
Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. James. Yes, ma'am. Meeting people in person, do you have like a pickup line? <laughs> I don't. I'm not entirely convinced those work. Mm. Um, do I have a pickup line? I mean, no, but what, <laughs> what are some good ones? Uh, did it hurt? When you fell from heaven. Uh, that's, I was just going to say some falling from heaven thing. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. Thank God I Rich, can't. Rich, do you know any pickup lines? No. Yeah, I'm really trying to think, but no. The, the only one I can think of is... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't, I mean, I, it does never work, right? Do people do them anymore? No. Well, the best pickup line I've ever seen wasn't like a line. Mm-hmm. My friend Echo Kellum, I've talked about it on other things with him, so I don't think he'll mind me saying it. Um, he pretended to trip in front of a woman and was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she was like, oh, it's okay. And then talked to him for like 45 minutes. And I was watching the whole thing like, What? <gasps> How? Interesting. If I ever accidentally tripped in front of someone, they'd be like, bitch, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, I guess it's just getting somebody's attention and breaking the ice somehow. And yeah. not, hopefully not breaking bones, but yeah. fall, tumbling <laughs> into somebody. Tumbling down, being like, hell. Yeah. That's uh, that's an inter- that's an interesting it one. It was the yeah. wildest thing I've ever seen. They talked for so long. Because he got her number. It was nuts. It is a hard thing to do. Just that first step of conversation. But mm-hmm. I do think that now I feel like if you just double down on wanting to meet that person uh-huh. and just saying hello, I think that's the way to go. Mm, yeah. Or I could have a pickup line and I could throw myself off that balcony and land on the bar in front of you. <laughs> and I could do this and I could, you but could I'm not going to do it. I feel like I'm just going to say hi to you. And then that's enough. Yeah. Maybe you do the double backwards thing where it's like you don't, instead of having a pickup line, uh-huh. you talk about the fact that you don't. Mm. James, right? That's pretty I good. Could, I think. Yeah, you know, I could say a pickup line right now, right. but like, because I just I feel like say hi. I need some sort of crutch mm-hmm. to get in with you because I want to talk with you, and then she can be the one, or wow. he can be the one to go. Baby, all you gotta do is say hi. Are you my therapist? Because you're literally being like, just be a little emotionally vulnerable with these people, right? Yeah, to do it. Yeah, do it, and, and then like, what, what are you gonna lose? What are you gonna lose? I mean, someone goes, oh, I'm not interested. Or I'm dating someone. Whatever. Okay, great. Move on. Just move on. Move on to literally move on to the person sitting next to them. That's that's <laughs> Just the go deal. That's down the deal. The line yep. of the yep. bar. <laughs> yeah, and eventually it's gonna work out. And you you'll get to be... the last person, they're like, fine, yes, fine. I heard yes. the whole thing. Fine. Yes, and you'll be that person will be drunk, and you'll be taking them home, and they'll be insulting oh. you. Oh, and it'll be great. <laughs> it'll and I'll be love great. it. And then I'll be like, you actually have to go. <laughs> James, I have a question. Okay. What does love mean to you? Uh, what does love mean to me? And how, how do I answer this big, without dumb question? I know without being too earnest and just making every everyone fall asleep. <laughs> uh, what does love mean to me? I mean, it's such a big, broad word, mm-hmm. isn't it? Um, I think love to me means to me uh, it is something that you give to somebody um, that you want to make happy, that you want to care for, and that you hope you get in return 
Um, and it's just having those big old feels for somebody. I mean, like, you know, obviously I love my children. That's a mm -hmm. certain, certain type of love. But then in a relationship, um, it's, it's, it's why we're here. It's like why I believe, like, you know, you, if you want something, you give it. Mm -hmm. You want money, give it. You want love, oh. you give it. And I, I believe that. I do believe that. And, and it's a hard thing because it's scary. Mm -hmm. Right, like you got to be vulnerable and you got to give it, and sometimes it's not reciprocated. Yeah, but you're all, you always got to feel good about yourself, even if it's not, because you're doing it the right way. You're not trying to control somebody. You're not trying to entrap mm -hmm. someone. You know, you're just going, "Hey, it feels really good to and scary to be vulnerable, but to be kind and decent and loving to somebody." That's nice. Yeah. Are you in therapy? Uh, is that I too am personal? Now. I'm just like, giving myself therapy here. I mean, this is, uh, yes. you no, sound no, of course. truly I've, just I've like my therapist. Yeah, no, therapy I'm like, were you in my session yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we all, like, we're not, we don't come out as coded as you were. Like, you knew it from the get-go, <laughs> right? When you came out, nobody loves me. Nobody loves me. Right? You already had a firm, clear definition of what love was. Yes. And you did, and you recognized that nobody actually did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, I'm feeling my own prophecy. But I don't, but we don't, that's, there's no handbook on all that, right? I mean, it's mm -hmm. been, and love has been a confounding, confusing thing for, you know, centuries. And, yeah. right? We still like the dynamic of like, and I always feel like in a relationship, one person always loves the person a little more than the other. Yes. Right? I think so. And, and that's got to, how does, how does that work? Maybe, mm -hmm. but then you get older and emotionally mature relationship, you can have sort of equal, like equal love. Yes. I think about my I think parents. That's the goal. And I'm pretty sure it like uh, it uh, alternated. Like sometimes my dad would look at my mom in a way that I was like, "Oh, he really loves her." Yeah. And then sometimes she would spend too much money, and she'd be like, "I love that I got to spend that money." And he'd be like really mad, and she'd be like, "I love you." <laughs> so it's not conditional for her. No, not not, not conditional. <laughs> as long as the money, as long as the greenbacks keep coming, she is in love. The greenbacks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a big scary thing, isn't it? I mean, it 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 can hurt you cut you deep oh yeah and it can also just be the reason you wake up in the morning too, that you that you feel loved and to give that love that sounds so nice all i want right. to do is like wake up roll over and be like oh my god this person loves me right right and then you go like oh give a kiss i'm like oh you it's morning, like your breath morning, is morning, really morning fucked up and i'm like i know but i'm still in the <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i mean i try to i i i don't like to think of a life where, where love is absent from my life yeah, yeah, it like sounds uh, depressing and sad. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it makes me sad to think that people mm -hmm. are out there that aren't loved, that don't yeah. understand what that is, that they didn't have a parent to, to define what that is for them yeah. at a young age. I don't know. Um, or a partner that can mm -hmm. make them, you know, feel what it, what, see what it means to, to feel loved. The more I think about like what I want in a partner, I'm like... Well, first, I want them to be nice to me. Second, I want them to really love all the dumb shit I do. Yeah, like yes, I went on a date with this dude and we were crossing the street and there was um, a dolphin, like a dolphin tr like hedge that had been cut. Right. Do you know what topiary. I mean? Yeah. Oh, right. that's a good word. I love a topiary. topiary. Speaking of love. A dolphin <laughs> topiary. And uh, as we were crossing the street, I was just like, I would, I, I would have loved that. And he I was would, like, "Can you stop?" And I was like, "Okay." But how great if you would if you just, if you if you did that and he just looked at you and went, did like, the would same make thing me, back. That's and, all I want. Right. I'm looking for someone to be like just as dumb as me. Yeah, 
But like, who's the fucking serious guy that thinks that that's a bad thing? So many. Oh, boo. So I've been on Thumbs so many down. dates where I do dumb shit, and they're just like, okay. No, and I'm like, mm, you just okay. keep don't you don't you change your course. You just keep doing that because that's you're gonna find the person Thank that's you. like, and then once you find that person. You don't have to use the English language. No. You just speak dolphin speak. I just speak, speak dolphin. And it can be interpreted whatever you want. Yes. So you're never going to offend anyone. No. You're never going to actually say you love them, but they're going <laughs> to think you're saying you're saying they love them. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And then your nuptials, are you're, at the, you're at the altar, and mm-hmm. like, you dolphin, take this dolphin, and you're like, <laughs> right. <laughs> See That's that what I want. That it's would beautiful. be great. Okay, here's another thing that a man did to me. I went on a date with this dude. He asked me when my birthday was, and I said, August 29th. Same oh, day as Michael Jackson, but only one of us still celebrates. <laughs> and then I laughed really hard the way I just did, because I still think it's funny. And he went, you can keep that one. And I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Jeez. The, uh, a big Michael Jackson fan who lives in North Hollywood and has an iguana. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you really can't pick him. You can't pick them. I would have yeah. laughed at that. I mean, Thank yes. you. I thought it was funny. Come on. Oh, you I'd be t- I would tell you if there were red flags here, and there are not. So okay. there's extreme hope, and not even hope. It's going to happen. Like this is. Oh, I hope so. I kind of feel like you know, now you just like, are you doing this for your podcast? You're no. just, just trying to stay single. <laughs> you can have any guy you want to. No, I can't. I've tried. I've tried to, to capture. Maybe, oh, to don't keep. say capture and hold oh. your hands that way. <laughs> Because maybe that's what's making them run. Ah, I'm trying. I've really tried to capture a man, but I can't seem to grip them tight enough. Like, I, oh, my okay. nails are too long. I found, it's hard. I, I found the first flag. Yes, okay. Okay, there's maybe, my one red yes, flag. Give them some individual, some space, <laughs> a little breathing room, get, retract the claws. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> retract my claws. Loosen my hands and say, nice to meet you. There you go. Okay. There we are. No, but I would still do the podcast if I was dating someone, I think. I like explore. I like hearing about love. Mm-hmm. It like, it makes me, um, what's the word? It makes me feel feelings. It makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember your first relationship? Uh... Boy, when was that? 1943? 1943. <laughs> uh, right uh, after I do. the war. I had, I've, I've been very lucky in my relationships mm-hmm. in my life. Um, and unlucky in the sense that they've all ended. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> my <laughs> therapist says that relationships ending <clears throat> isn't a failure on you because you've learned something from <clears throat> it. And I was like, Absolutely. bitch, that's <clears throat> good. Because yeah. then you're not a failure. You're no, learning. True. No, it's also, it's also like... There, there can be seasons in your life for mm-hmm. certain people, and and you know this person was good for you in your life at this point in your life while you were going through this or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and then you know it evolves and changes, and sometimes it evolves in a greater way, and sometimes it becomes you know the, 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 you you reach you know the end of the road, but it doesn't necessarily mean it. Like you said, it's not a failure. It's not. Um, but um, yeah, I remember my first relationship was with uh, in high school mm-hmm. with uh, my my girlfriend in high school, and it lasted about three, three and a half years. Dang! And we were very. Oh, I shouldn't. I can't talk about this because she didn't consent to, to me then talking. That's great. Right. Okay. But it was very pure and very mm-hmm. good and very loving. And um, and then I moved to L.A. and mm-hmm. uh, and and she was a year behind me, so I went to college and she was still in high school. Mm-hmm. And again, like. 
time together is important. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think and that's really And trying to important. figure out time. Like if you're traveling, it's like, do we FaceTime at a certain time every day right. or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Working, I don't know how I would do a relationship. Because it's like you get to set at like 6 a.m. sometimes. Yeah. And then you got to nap during lunch. <laughs> right. Of course. Who doesn't nap during lunch? Yeah. You're oh, calling your significant nap other. during lunch. And you get back to set and you're like, I'm just waking up. Yeah. Yeah. You're Can gonna, we oh, not you, start with my coverage? Yeah. You're doing, yeah, you're doing a close up first. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, well, and I had relationships. Most of my relationships were pre-FaceTime. But FaceTime mm. can save a relationship Right. Now. It's nice. Yeah. I mean, it's great. I'm on location and. Canada or wherever the hell mm -hmm. I am and I could see my kids on my phone or my laptop. It's great. So that can that can help relationships for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, time together is important. Uh, and then kind of just, I have to say, just being honest with who you really are in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like warts and all, flaws and all, like that's that's important. Yeah. Because, you know, whether you're prepared for it, because the downside is the fear that they're not going to like that, right? And like we don't, none of us want to get rejected. No, being nobody, rejected nobody is that feeling. terrible. Yeah, but if we need to be, I feel like we need to get to a place where we're okay with it. Well, because my therapist and I are working on, it's not, nothing's ever personal when you're being rejected. Sure, they're rejecting you as a person, but it's not because of you as a person. It's because they want something else from somebody else and it has nothing truly to yeah, do with you. Right. Which is hard for me to understand because I'm the main character. <laughs> right. Everything right. is about me <laughs> right. my life. Right, right. It needs to, yeah. I mean, it's... It's we we are by nature somewhat egocentric, right? Yeah. I mean, like there's I think the word that gets thrown around nowadays too loosely is narcissistic, narcissistic right? Yes. And I don't think that I think that's a clinical Yeah. Right. There's a difference between being a full clinical narcissist and someone who's egocentric, mm -hmm. right? And you know, our egos can can uh, you know, they need to be fed and they can be hurt. And mm -hmm. um and that's okay, because that's part of it. That's part of it too. But uh but yeah, you got to make sure you surround the rest of that with, you know, that can't be the sole reason why you're in a relationship is just validation. No. Oh right? my God. And that why, that that way, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I just no. Lost my train of thought. That's good. <laughs> you said the sole reason to be in a relationship isn't for validation. Right. And I think that's a very, I think very that, good thing. Sure. And because if that becomes the centerpiece of mm -hmm. the relationship, whether it's dating stages or long term, then... Then it's like not none of the other facets of the relationship are getting watered. You know, they're mm -hmm. not getting it, it, they're not getting attention. And, yeah, it's got to be a whole love. Yeah, yeah, fully well-rounded right, thing. Right, it can't just be validated. And then also, if it's if you manage to balance all of that out, in my opinion, then it's less harmful when somebody does reject you or mm -hmm. they say that oh, this isn't for me. Because then it's, then it's not like, oh, well, I'm not for anyone, mm -hmm. right? Like yeah. we always think, like, what could I change about myself to make that guy like me? And like, boy, oh boy, I've been there. <clears throat> right. Well, and then maybe, you know, then then maybe, I don't know, I, th I think you just, if you start putting up facades and like pretending to be well, something you're not. Well, then that's too hard because then it's just like, like if I tried to pretend that I was a quiet person who wasn't very strange and didn't do weird shit at home. No I would dolphin be, speak. No dolphin speak. I would go crazy. I'd be like, I, don't, I right. don't know who I am now. Well, I think that's going to be the ingredient for your success in a relationship is that you don't, you resist the urge to alter yourself, who you are to appease somebody else or what you think that they want. Yeah. Like you got to just be yourself. I think so. Especially if you're a great, wonderful human being like you are. Uh, James, just lead with that. Say more. And you're going to attract the right person. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Here's a question. What's the most romantic thing you've ever done? Oh, boy. Uh, 
I am, I, I really am a romantic person mm -hmm. by nature. Um, I love being in love. I, do you I really like do. receiving flowers? Uh, me receiving flowers? Uh -huh. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think the most romantic, I can't cite an exact example, but to me it's, to me, the most romantic you can be is it, it, you got to just see the thought behind it all, right? Mm -hmm. Like the idea that your partner is thinking about you when it's not Valentine's Day and it's not your birthday. Um, that And it can come in the form of not chocolates and flowers and whatever. It can be like, hey, I know you were stressed about this. Mm -hmm. And so I took your car and got it washed or like, I, I don't Ooh, know, like something nice. like I know you, you know, when when our kids were growing up, it was like. I know you were exhausted, so, and you, you were gonna get up with the baby. I got up with the baby and let you sleep. I mean, like mm -hmm. that, like loving and caring the person you're with and wanting them to feel like, oh my God, you just did the most, you, you, the simplest thing sometimes can be the most loving, beautiful thing, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so, and now clearly I haven't ever done something like that because I can't <laughs> think of an example. Um, but it's a nice concept, isn't it? It is a nice concept. <laughs> Being thoughtful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too. I'm an actor. I'm too egocentric. I, I gotta make it about myself. But I love it when people do romantic things for me. No, I. You know, I. Uh, uh, I, I love being romantic. I mean, I love making people feel special. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? um, and maybe I just do it so much that I can't. I can't think of an example. See, that's nice. I like that. You're just so romantic all the time that you have no examples. The most romantic thing I've ever done was go to the Burbank Airport, go through TSA just to have dinner at Guy Fieri's Burger Bar. It's a burger bar. It's not a hot dog bar. No, it's a burger bar. It's not a hot dog. I oh, saw wait, a giant hot dog. Do have yeah. hot dogs? Oh, interesting. Wait, I don't know. say that yeah. again. You went to the Burbank <laughs> Airport to meet a guy. So you I was security. dating this guy, and we kept talking about eating at Guy Fieri's restaurant, but the only restaurant he has in LA is at the Burbank Airport. So I bought us oh, refundable great. tickets to Salt Lake City, so we could go through TSA, and we wore flames. That's great. And we ate at the restaurant, and then just left the airport. We even valeted the car. <laughs> uh, did you get the miles back in your account for yeah. the flights? Yeah, I just had to be on the phone for like five minutes, and be like, "Ah, oh, man, we right. missed our flight." That's great, though. Yeah, just to eat at his airport restaurant. Yeah, I was now so why didn't that why did that fizzle out? Oh, well, you don't have to answer that if you want to. <laughs> you don't have to answer that. Thank That's you. great. That's what a yeah, great what a great ended. story. I'm I'm a serial like I will if I'm if it's early stages and I'm into somebody I will I will have tunnel vision like, mm -hmm. to the to the to the point where it's almost the fault like the rest of my life gets you know. That's how I get. I yeah, go, I'm going like, to marry this that person. That person will be like, oh, this has been really nice. I'm flying off to, you know, the other side of the world now. And mm -hmm. like, I'll come with you. <laughs> That's and how I will. I I'll am. just book my flight and show up. You know, but like, I'm, I gotta, I'm not good at being cool. Me either. I'm not good I'm at being cool. very crazy. Oh, yeah. I will say this about the end of that relationship. Uh, he like broke up with me at an ice cream shop. Okay. And I was like, this is sneaky. You know a fat woman's not going to hold ice cream and cry. <laughs> Did you tell him that? No. Oh, my God. I, he might have like stayed. The whole time I was like, oh, man, <sighs> I can't have any emotion here. This is where fat people are traditionally happy. And he was just going, oh. so and he's like, if I take her to Baskin Robbins or whatever, she, she can't won't cry. cry. And then I won't go, okay, and take her back. Right? Yeah, I think that was the plan. Wow. 
That's wild, that's a right? A lot of thought that went into that. Maybe it wasn't because it was my favorite ice cream place. So maybe he was just trying to be nice, right? But in my I brain, think that's I was like, the case. I "Don't think you want me to show any emotion." Because if you're not gonna cry, you can't be a fat lady cup. crying with ice cream. Because <laughs> oh everyone's staring at you, would be like, "You, you have to be happy." <laughs> I mean, I would have loved it if you just said that right when he, if he, when he did break up with you or tried to, you just like. You did this by design, didn't you? You brought me here. I've got my triple stack uh, scoop here. And, and, and then uh, he's like, yes, I really, yeah. I have to go. So then you go, I actually, this, I'm, glad, I'm glad you did this because it made me realize that you're the wrong person because you had, if you had any backbone at all, you would break up with you me like a man. You would break up with me at, at a uh, tender greens where right. a fat woman with a salad well, crying, it's something okay. you could see more. Right, right. And then you would have been still okay with that and you would have been supportive and we mm-hmm. still would have parted ways. And you wouldn't have been a you know a simp and going yeah. like okay I'll stick around. <laughs> now uh, I have like just bad feelings about that ice cream place. Right, you associate yeah with negative emotions with, right with that man. He doesn't deserve <gasps> that 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 yeah. whole that occupies space yeah. in your heart and your head. Yeah, get out, do 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 do. Yeah, that's uh-huh. me removing him. Boy, I'm gonna be looking for somebody for you because you're fantastic. Really? Yes, of course. Okay. Hey, I'm gonna make sure they can talk dolphin and scat. <laughs> By the way, is scat, am I saying that right? Yes, Because all of a sudden it sounds dirty. Well, there's two different types of scat. Uh, I think that's there's why. There's jazz scat and porn scat. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's why. Which is kind of funny that they have the same name. Yeah, because they're they're wildly different. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I mean, I don't know about the porn scat. I don't know what that is. You don't uh, know what that is? Do you want me to break it down uh, for you? I Eat think, cheating on oh, someone. Okay. I, I knew it had something <laughs> to do with the yucky stuff. <laughs> yuck, 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 yuck. Uh, uh, but yeah, I only feel weird saying it when I don't say scatting, right? Because oh. scatting is jazzy, but yeah. but then if you kind of cut that in half and just say scat, it's like mm, that sounds. So dirty. maybe it is scatting because it's yeah. the act of the scat. Whoop, I right. don't know. But if you say, "Can you scat?" Uh, is that accurate? <laughs> if you're asking somebody if they can scat in a jazz way, I think it has to be in a jazz setting. Right. But if it's not a jazz setting, you can take it either way. Right, right. We we lost your audience when we started talking about jazz. <laughs> They're jazz like, scatting. I can't listen to this anymore. <laughs> no more. Go back to shitting. <laughs> I want to hear more about them shits. <laughs> right. We were just getting to a good place. <laughs> James, I want to talk to you before you go about Jury Duty, which is an eight-part series on Freebie. And you play yourself. And mm. I watched the first episode. It's really funny and like oh, very you. endearing. Um, I can't remember the guy's name who plays the Ron- non-actor. Ronald. He's yes. so adorable. He's such a sweet guy. A Beverly, my favorite part is the next day where he was like, I watched Sonic and it's a great movie. <laughs> oh, I mean, to, yeah, to quick setup. This show is like from the creators of The Office. And it's basically, it's not a prank show, but it's similar in a sense that we're basically creating, manufacturing a fake world and jury duty, all these mm-hmm. people serving jury duty, but it's me playing myself. Uh, the rest of the cast is these brilliant, like imp- young improv artists. And one guy that doesn't know that the mm-hmm. whole thing is fake. It's like the Truman show, but on uh, serving, s- serving jury duty. So for three and a half weeks of this man's life, <laughs> which is something that occurred to me after the first week was like this. I wonder if this is morally right to do, <laughs> but we're not, we're, the joke is not on him. We're not mm-hmm. pranking him. We're not turning the screws to him. We're, we're creating a hero's path for this guy mm-hmm. by surrounding him with a bunch of weirdos and a sort of heightened version of myself. I play mm-hmm. a very like self-involved Hollywood, you know, Hollywoody version of me that uh-huh. just assumes that everybody wants to talk about my roles, <laughs> you know, but it's great. You just, it was a high wire act. Like nobody knew what this guy was going to say, what he mm-hmm. was going to do, how he was going to react to certain things. 
and at, and at the end of it, I don't want to spoil it, but it's like a celebration of this guy's character. Oh, you know, and, but it's fun. It's a fun journey getting there, right? Because I, mean, I get yeah. to be an outrageous jackass <laughs> version of myself and do crazy stuff. But yes, the first day when he came in, we planted a woman to come and ask for a photo with me, mm -hmm. an actress, and. And I have to pretend, oh, sure, sure, sure. And she hands him the phone and he takes the mm -hmm. photo and starts a conversation with him. I start saying, thanks for doing that. But he goes, ah, I knew I recognized you from something. And, and then I somehow brought up Sonic because I saw someone's sock that looked mm -hmm. like it said Sonic on it. And he's like, oh, were you in that movie? <laughs> and I go, yeah, yeah. And he goes, oh, I didn't see it because I heard it was terrible. <laughs> Which is very funny. To oh, it's comedy to gold. To your face. Yes, it was I perfect. heard it was terrible. Oh. And it's funny because it's whispered and it's just like, yeah, I heard yeah. it was terrible. Right. Yeah. And poor guy. Like now he's like, ah, oh, that was not the right thing to say <laughs> now that he knows it's all fake. But but it was great because it would be not as funny if he was like, oh, I'm a big fan of it. Anyway, yes, comes back the next day and he's like, I saw it last night. You're great. You didn't tell me Ben Schwartz was in it. <laughs> It was perfect. And I was like, did you rent so it or funny. buy it? And he's like, oh, I rented it. I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, why? Like, well, because if, if you bought it, I would have gotten a dollar. <laughs> I mean, just had the idea of doing it. Like, I love Christopher Guest. Mm -hmm. Like, all of the like, improv, Larry David. This, the, 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 the structure of having an outline of the scene, and mm -hmm. then you just kind of got to shoot from the hip and, and be ready and go with the flow with how it happens. I loved, from a comedy perspective, I loved uh, wanting to explore that. Mm -hmm. It's um, really funny. Yeah, it's 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 hard. The hardest thing about the show was if we go too big with the absurdity, with mm -hmm. the jokes, he's gonna know that. It's yeah, he's gonna fake, know. He's gonna be right? like, "What is this?" Because so, it was. I wonder if he had any questions about why there was cameras there. Well, so he's told from the beginning that there is a you know low budget uh, documentary being f filmed um, oh, okay. for, about jury duty. That's going to end up on public broadcast. There you go. Right? Okay. So, and, and of course I'm like, this is my livelihood. <laughs> Excuse me. I didn't sign up for this. And like, I got an Oscar to win, right? Step back. <laughs> I don't need to be on some dumb uh -huh. documentary. Anyway. So that's why he sees the cameras and he's interviewed mm -hmm. by them occasionally. Cause he thinks it's just a documentary, but there are hidden cameras as well. Mm -hmm. All throughout the, the three, four weeks and we get sequestered into a hotel and there's hidden cameras there. And, but again, we're not trying to make this guy humiliated or, or mm -hmm. feel embarrassed it's just like we're actually surrounding him with all these weirdos and seeing if he can become this um you know have his sort of 12 angry men moment at the uh -huh. end of he's sort of uniting everybody and oh. he did and the guy's like such a great human being and that and like i, I told the producers that i i can't just once the we lift the curtain i can't say mm -hmm. see ya adios i'm like i gotta i want to hang out with this guy because like, mm -hmm. you forged oh, see, friendships nice. and relationships yeah. over this whole time and like we still hang out. We went and got a beer last week. It's like, oh, that's guys, so nice. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I just couldn't do that to a human being mm -hmm. because I don't, you know, at the end of the day, you're celebrating this guy, but it's mm -hmm. a weird way to, to do yeah, it. Yeah, it's a very weird right? road to go. Yeah, you're like, bye, I'll never see this guy. you again. And it's like, no, no, we actually, I like you. Right. You're a good person. Why mm -hmm. not see each other? Yeah. Wait, have you done jury duty? I have. I haven't. No, lucky they you. They keep sending me notices and I keep throwing really? them away. What are they going to do? Boy, Arrest I'm, me? I'm realizing that the people who have not served jury duty are the ones who are doing just that. Now, I'm not trying to advocate for that, but I, I you know, I was the good citizen who was like, okay, <laughs> I'll go do it. And I didn't try to get out of it. Can't do it. Rich, have you done jury duty? No. Not have yet. you ever gotten the like the letters? I'm a good boy. I get the letters and then I follow through and call. No, but he's I just not. Never, no, he's not. He's burning them. He's throwing them away. He <laughs> yeah, just doesn't want to get in trouble with the government. Come on. <laughs> They're all right here in my bag. Well, I mean, like, what are they going to, are they going to come arrest me one day? I mean, I, I don't know. I, Rich, I don't, I don't do you know? So. They're going to come get me? I don't know. 
I don't I mean, know. I'm I think sure so. got some people on the uh, uh, you have some of your listeners that work in that uh, government <laughs> <laughs> branch. Yeah, let me know if I'm going to get arrested soon. <laughs> right. Oh, you're throwing them away, are you? <laughs> Guess what? Uh, I just don't want to go. I don't want to do it. Well, I don't. I mean, if I wasn't, if I didn't have work obligations or things mm-hmm. like that, I'd be like, sure. I'll, as long as it's not like a three month long murder trial or something, right? Well, I also make bad personal decisions in my life, like I, someone else's livelihood. I think you could say that to the judge when you're going through voir dire. Voir dire is the, the oh. jury selection process where they're asking mm-hmm. questions if there's any reason you could, are you going to be biased in this situation? Mm-hmm. I think if you just plainly said that, they'd probably let you go. Oh. I make bad decisions in life. <laughs> and, uh, and just be vague. You don't have to get more specific than that. I'd be like, I make bad choices. I once funked a Trump supporter in North Hollywood. Can I go home? Yeah, tell that story. <laughs> Man, like, yes, but be careful in Hollywood if you tell that story because <laughs> here's my experience on jury duty. I walked into the courthouse and there was a wall of signed eight by tens on the wall of people who have served jury, jury duty there before. So I thought, oh, wow. oh I'm fucked because they're going to go, oh, we like celebrities uh-huh. here. We don't care if you have a bias or not. You're staying, fella. And I, I sat down and answered the questions honestly. I wasn't trying to get out of it. Uh-huh. Um, and in the mid, I was shocked. In the middle of the opening argument from one of the attorneys, in the middle of it, he turned to me and goes, and by the way, I love everything you've done. <laughs> and, I, and I turned to the judge and went, I, I, aren't I going to be a distraction? Shouldn't I go home? And I just realized, like, nope, he wants that... You know, that, that, that 8 by 10 up on so the wall. so funny. I was like, this is a government yes. building, and there's <laughs> there's signed headshots. Look, there's John Ratzenberger, and there's... God, that's uh, so funny. My defendant did not murder. I love everything that you do. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so anyway, it was a very Hollywood moment. That's funny. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was like, I'm up for it. I want to serve my, my civic duty. I don't. <laughs> you know no. what? No. No. Just don't. Can't do it. If you do get called, I would I would encourage you to say what you just said. Okay, perfect. I make bad decisions in life. <laughs> don't go into the iguana and the tepid hot tub in North Hollywood. I just make bad decisions. You don't want me here. Right, and don't say Trump supporter because, you know, you might get the judge. It's like, and oh, like, really? Actually, that's, okay. a, that's a very good <laughs> Guess choice. who's staying put <laughs> for a few months? Well, James, we have reached the end. No and this is a question. This is another relationship of mine that's ending. <laughs> Please don't. Sorry. And I'm going to bring out some ice cream for you. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I asked most of my guests this, but like sometimes I forget. I'm truly such a Looney Tune sometimes. Okay. Would you date me? Would I date you? Uh, if it's not evident by this point in the in the conversation, I mean, it's clear. Of course I would. Oh, I love hearing All that. I would, and I was not, there was no praise singing because I felt like I needed to. No, well, you're a lovely human being. Well, people just say things and you're like, I don't know if you actually think I'm lovely. Yeah, I those, day, those days are in my rear view. I like being honest. And you are a catch. Absolutely a date. James, thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> So here's how I end. Where are we going? (laughs) Where are we going? We're going to Guy Fieri's at Bob Hope Airport, baby. I could buy the tickets. They're only like $140. (laughs) I got the flame shirts. I do. I have multiple flame shirts in my Uh, house. Okay, so you haven't burned them yet? They're actually (laughs) just fake flames? I love flames. I think they're cool. (laughs) Okay. You have one of these cars. Don't tell me you have like a Volkswagen Beetle with like flames on the side. That is the icon that I use on my Venmo, which is really funny that you you say that. I'm not kidding. It is a Volkswagen Beetle? Yes. With With flames flames on on it. I'm not kidding. It is wild that you said that. On your what? On my Venmo. Oh, see, I thought you'd never notice that I was tracking you down that way. You've got to be fucking kidding me. (laughs) No. Wow. Isn't that 
wild? I can't believe you said that specific car with flames. Yep. What? Uh, uh, m- oh, maybe, maybe because you have one on your shoulder there. Because I was like, that's going to be too coincidental. But uh, you also have like an old, you know, MG on there too. I could have said that. Yeah, there's a, a bunch of little cars. I swear I didn't say that because I, well, maybe that's just. You're stalking me? Well, or some sort of, yeah, maybe, maybe you're the one. Maybe. Maybe. I am wearing the dumbest sweater I own, I think. Are those the Chevy gas station cars? <laughs> you know, the ones that are alive, that old promo back in the day? Oh, yeah. I, I don't <laughs> it know. It looks like it, yeah. Well, this where, one, do you, where does one buy these? eBay. Okay. And you, you said this eBay, is the dumbest one? Etsy, and then Depop. Or Depop. Okay. Oh right, Depop. I yeah. just buy a lot of old shit that's weird. I I'm I think you're not being truthful. I think you have a weirder sweater than that. <laughs> I'm really trying to think. Well, this I think it's weird because it's got like the actual googly eyes on it. Yes. But I'm yeah. I'm trying to think. I have pandas, cats. Mm-hmm. I bought a like a red sweater with little. Uh, what are they, Scotties? Like little oh, dogs? Scottish Terrier dogs? Yeah. Okay. Because I read somewhere that men like red. So I bought a red vest with dogs on it. And I was like, all the men are going to love me I'm in this. I'm starting to think you're, you're doing legwork you don't need to do. <laughs> you're looking up what men, what colors men like, what colors sweaters that yes. men like to, to get someone's affection. And I don't yes. think you need to go there. But I really don't. How do you, I, I just don't know how you trick them into like. You wear the opposite of red. Maybe it, brown. It, what is the opposite? Red, blue, blue. I guess blue would be the opposite, or green. Okay. Uh, yeah, just start thinking opposite. Okay. But again, Think don't opposite. be playing games. You be yourself. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm right? being myself. No games. But like, throw out the, uh, you know, the the um, whatever the manual. Okay. Throw out the. Manual. I've helped you zero today. I think you helped I? me some. <laughs> Have I? Yes. Throw out the manual. Be myself. Yes. Uh, continue to wear dumb sweaters. <laughs> Yeah, do yeah, it. I think so. Okay, James, this is how I end the show yeah. with um, reading dirty messages where people hit on me. Um, and if you want to send a message, it is why won't you date me podcast at gmail.com. This person said, Nicole, I want you to fist my bussy raw <laughs> and make an identical clone of me. You'll slip your dainty little feet, ew, through our thoroughly loosened b-holes and make us your hottest new fuck me pumps. Wait, what? I'm going to wear people as shoes? Okay, with the power and confidence you get from being so tall, you'll find a partner who will immediately swoon over you and beg you or and beg to marry you on the spot. After your honeymoon and into your first days of wedded bliss, you'll take off your fuck me pumps. Oh, me and my clone. So I am wearing people as shoes and settle into bed happily with your partner. As you sleep, me and my clone will make out in your closet because loving yourself is the second most important thing in the world. It takes priority after getting Nicole Byer a partner. That's this is wild. Uh, Yeah, just just run of the mill <laughs> message there. Yeah. It's not as bad as the worst one. The worst one was someone wanted to turn me upside down and fill me with clam chowder. Oh, oh Jesus. Again, really? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you really? had such a visceral reaction really to that. Really specific. I didn't see it, but... Uh, I just want to know it, what kind of clam chowder, but... Uh-huh. That, uh, you know, I'm are, are not a chowder girl. Of, me either. We don't want to get bogged down by semantics. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> different types of clam chowder. Well, that's very creative. I have to give them, very, yeah. I give them points for that. And I will say this, for people thinking about writing one, yeah, you can write them a little shorter. They're getting pretty long. <laughs> yeah, it's starting to feel this a little a self-indulgent. Half a page, boy, oh boy. By the way, am I supposed to comment on this, or this is you just you doing this by yourself? You can comment okay. on it. All right, okay. Did you like it? I mean, very creative. 
I don't know what a bussy is. What is that? A bussy is a butt. It's like a, a butt pussy. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What what makes it the what 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 brings the I'm so such a dad. <laughs> what uh, brings the p word uh, element well, to the b I think part of it, it? It's like gay men oh, okay. fucking the butt. Okay, gotcha. So then you know. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. But a bussy. Gotcha. I think that's gotcha. what it is. Mm, sounds yeah. right. No, I, you're right. You're okay, right. good. Sounds right. Oh, oh he's a aficionado We're, over here. He, 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 he gets Thank it. Thank you, he Rich. And with right. ju- <laughs> with just the right clam chowder. <laughs> Good lord. Well, James, that's it. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That was delightful. Was it? You're Did delightful. you have fun? I had a great time. Okay, good. Could do this for hours. Really? Yeah. I mean, well, I won't let's make you do it. Start again. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's your ice cream. <laughs> no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Bye bye. Bye. That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by, oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. (laughs) This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.